0: You're listening to a special bonus episode of This Week in Marvel. I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M, and we've got a couple of fun things that we want to share with you. Top of the list is that we have a really cool interview that I did alongside James Monroe, Iglehart, with MC Lars and Megaran, two lit-hop artists. Tell you about LutHop in a second, um, and because right now I am in the middle of a wild trip to San Francisco, we're going to be doing a live episode, and then after that is another live episode at New York Comic Con. We are going to be able to do our regular community section as we would do on the show at those live episodes, so we're going to do a little bit of a community section after the interview. But yes, let's talk about that interview we had MC Lars and Megaran here. Um, they are awesome, super fun. They have a brand new record called Dewey Decibel System, which is, as I mentioned, Lit Hop. And you're like, okay, I have an idea of what Lit Hop is based on the letters that form those words, but what is Lit Hop? Well, if you listen to Dewey Decibel System, it's great. They take, um, Lars and Megaran, they take their love for all kinds of books and poems. I mean, there's like Ozymandias, which is a poem that I remember loving, you know, when I was a teenager and then make some really, really good songs out of those themes and some of the 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 quotes and lyrics and, and all kinds of stuff. So I would suggest definitely going and picking up Dewey Decibel System or, you know, you can, Stream it on pretty much every platform where music lives. I got to give major props to both Lars and Megaran for hanging with the master of the freestyle, James Monroe, I go heart. He is always someone who I know can tear it up. And the three of them together have such a great time. We included their freestyle battle in here. It's not even a battle. It is a true team up. They are terrific together. So check that out. And then uh, stay tuned. After that, we're going to do a little bit of community, have some great stuff from you listeners. MC Lars, Mega Ren, how y'all doing?
1: Yo, thanks for having us. I'm great. I'm in like... My happy place right now, <laughs> literally. Uh, so
0: one of the things I always like to do when we, we kick off these interviews is find out, what are your Marvel origin stories? Like, how did the two of you first get connected to Marvel's comics, character stories? You know, for, for some people, it's the the, the cartoons, yes. or it's the trading cards, or it's underoos, or it's a big sure, sheet yeah. or something. <laughs> what was it for you two? Uh,
2: can I go first? Yeah. Do you mind? I, in fourth grade... Third grade, actually. I remember the Marvel Series 3 trading cards. Yes. And I loved the art, and I loved all the origin stories, and it was just a great introduction to the Marvel Universe. And so I really loved, then I loved the Marvel Masterpieces cards, and I started, then I got a subscription to Amazing Spider-Man and uh, X-Men. It was just called the X-Men series, Mm -hmm. and so... I really nerded out, and then I did a song about the X Men show with my friend Beefy a few years after that. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was definitely the cards, and then Spider Man and X Men, and then recently the MCU was just
0: t- yeah. it's
2: so good. So, that's that's my origin.
1: Wow, well, I think mine is very similar, but um, I think it started for me with the uh, the Spider Friends cartoon and um, <laughs> I just remember uh, seeing a bunch of Spider-Man stuff all the time and the the, the classic song Spider-Man but you know <laughs> so from there I think um, comics definitely in the '90s were huge for me. All my friends were into X Men, so I wanted to be different. So I started getting into X Factor and X Force, <laughs> and, and I started reading all. That. I was like, "You guys don't know anything about this. This is Cable, and that's you know, this is Havoc. Like, this is cool stuff." And I would convince them to try to read those. And then um, Spider Man, I think, was uh, the McFarlane stuff was like the covers would just instantly grab me, and I was like, "All right, I'm in." And uh, then the Marvel trading cards and all that stuff. So it was kind of a similar thing. And then I've been, like, wrapped up in it ever since.
0: Wrapped up in it. I like wrapped
1: that. up in it. That was well played. Well, one-placed words. Yes, Thanks. definitely, definitely.
0: <laughs> meg <laughs> Ryan, I, I know you used to go by the name Random. Is it true that is... Because of the the character? Because you just mentioned X Factor right there.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing him on the cover of one, and I mean he was just like larger than life and had this like gun arm. And I've always been in like gun armed characters for <laughs> for whatever reason. <laughs> uh from Mega Man, Metroid to you know, Barrett and Final Fantasy. So seeing this giant gun arm like instantly attracted me and the fact that he could shape ship shape uh, shaper shift. Yeah, that's it. That's how words work. And um I was like, you know what, as a musician, that's what I want to do. That's what we all want to do. We want to be able to, you know, work towards any situation and be the best we can be in it. And uh, so absolutely, it was Random, the character, which led to the name. Unfortunately, Random is not a very Google-friendly name. <laughs> so, uh, so later on, I moved it to Mega Ran. Yes.
0: There's um, when we do the tour later. Important for you, Lars. There we have the those specific sets of trading cards, like really cool displays of them. Tight. Um, but we also have animation cells from the X Men animated and Spider Man yeah. animated, and one of them has Random in it. What? And it is so. It's like one of my tour points when I do the tour here at Marvel, uh, and I always love it because Random is somehow Random is the most famous character. In that cell, and Random has got, like, maybe 100 appearances in comics. Right. Like, that's so crazy. Yeah.
1: Like, they didn't give him a whole lot of appearances, but, like, he still got a, such a cool look at story. So I thought, all right, that's awesome. I can't wait to see that.
0: Yeah, it's going to be great. Right.
3: So um, I, my question to you guys is when did you guys, you know, first link up? to work together because you guys have so many you know separate projects uh, what was it that brought you guys together to, to work on we this were project? bitten
1: by a radioactive librarian <laughs> and uh that's well done we, we well came done. together no uh, <laughs> we were just operating i think around the same time but just in different places being, me being in philly him being in the bay area and then we would come together at events like comic-con and i think that was where we played together
2: 2008 was it yeah I, and it, I think so. That was that. Which show we played with Doomtree? Or was that two thousand
1: nine? One of those years. Maybe the year
2: you met Mega Ran. Mm, The I met
1: him too. I, Same thing. Wow, that was a an instrumental year. That's yeah, in cool. The, it's like
2: the
0: the secret origin time. I
2: think you know?
1: so. That's like the shatter point or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah, that's dope. So yeah, it was same year. Uh, we played a really cool show together, and I was like, wow, this guy. I mean, while what we do is so different, but I think it's like it's similar in that it's it's fun, you know, tongue in cheek, but also very educational. And I think we could appeal to a lot of the same people. And so from there, we're like, we should work together again. And then we started doing some songs together. Uh, Lars does something amazing called Lit Hop, where he combines literature with hip hop. I do something called Chip Hop, where I combine chip tunes and video game sounds with hip hop. So we worked on songs that were literature based as well as like maybe we've done like video game type stuff as well right
2: yeah we've done not and non-literature songs and non-literature
1: songs and yeah so it was just a natural fit the more songs we did together they came out really well we started touring together he's a great live performer and a super hard worker and so we just started working ever since and i think I don't remember where the idea of the album came out. Where, when did that come
2: well, together? We'd done a few literature songs, like we did Me and the Mouse, right? That was our first uh, one. That's
1: Flowers for Algernon,
2: yeah. Yeah, Flowers, the Flowers for Al- Algernon" song, and we were like, oh, we have a lot of these. It would be cool to do a whole album about our favorite books and literature and graphic novels, and so it kind of just came about naturally. We were writing all these songs. We were like, let's put them somewhere. Let's make it like a unified project, and we really bonded. first time we toured together a lot was with MC Chris in 2011. Mm-hmm. He had us both, open for him and we were kind of like yeah you know you tour with someone 44 shows you get to know them well like we went to niagara falls and did all this fun stuff so i was like i want to i want to do more tours with this guy mm-hmm. so we had to put out the record and it's been a beautiful joyful adventure oh yeah uh,
0: mm-hmm. there's uh so the new record is called dewey Decimal system correct uh super fun we were listening to yeah. it uh we were digging it Can you tell, like, for the the fans who are maybe learning about you guys for the first time, Mm -hmm. some of the other books that are on uh, the project? Should we go back and forth?
1: Let's alternate. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Julius Caesar, William Shakespeare. Oh, there's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Love that one.
2: Jonathan Swift, Gulliver's Travels.
1: Ooh, there's um, 1984, Orwell. Okay, uh, on that one, yeah, 1984. Yeah.
3: That track, okay, for for a guy my age, won't say what it is. It was awesome that you guys the the cadence, mm-hmm. the cadence that you guys have from the legendary kings of rock, Run DMC, ridiculous. is ridiculous. Uh, There's a couple of moments uh-huh. where literally the way you the way you rap, Lars, is literally in like just. DMC-esque and it was quite nice I was like because I got to because of Marvel I got to freestyle oh with DMC at oh Comic Con wow. and it was just like sitting back and I remember seeing them at the Oracle, Oracle Arena and seeing Run DMC for the first time and then hearing 1984 first of all that's a crazy book I mean just like makes you really feel sad about the times we have now and then to hear the rap you guys wrote it was just so cool to see that style put together was that did you guys mean to do that or was, did it just come together as you guys were writing
1: Oh, totally. I think from the moment we knew we were going to do 1984, we were like, all right, well... What would what would a rap song about 1984 in 1984 sound like? So that was when we started kind of building a beat that would sound kind of like a rock box classic yeah, yeah, r yeah. track. Um track, using a lot of the old school cadence. I hate to say old school, but you know, just the, well it's coming back. which is just an so era it's like, it's like, it's just, of, you know, of, you know, know just of, come a back. classic era yes. of hip hop, you know, and um well, we're both big fans of that, and so and uh, even in the chorus where I say 1984, yeah. you know, I, it, oh it's that trusty that trust that took me back you to know? the public interview. I was, it was, it was so, so we were like, all you know, huge big like Def Jam fans and all that stuff that happened in the '80s, and so we wanted to pay a little homage to it and also bring it a little up to up to date. Cool. So that was fun. Thanks for that's, pointing that out. That's
2: a nice compliment. Thank you. <laughs> it, was, it was awesome, man, <laughs> For real. Yeah. All right. Uh,
0: yeah. All right. uh What else? We stopped at '84. Ozzy Man is Percy Shelley. We
2: did. I mentioned Julius Caesar. We did um Jabberwocky. Lewis Carroll, yeah. that one was fun. Yeah. Uh, we even did
1: some current stuff, uh, Between the World and Me, ta Coates, uh, who's done some work here, uh, you guys know him. So yeah, we've, we decided to just go with a lot of classic, plus bring some new stuff to it so that people could, most importantly, I think I want people to go read these books, you know, and, uh, and be like, oh wow, like, they made this sound cool, now let me go pick it up, you know, and that's really what I wanted to do. What else?
3: I will be taking this line you guys have in your first, you, there's a line in a rap song that I love, but you guys took it, just read every day and I lost it. <laughs> I literally laughed out loud. Oh, I ride the ferry bus from, I ride the ferry boat nice. from Jersey to New
1: York. Know, people just looking just at me I was like, I'm sorry, day. that's funny. That's <laughs> funny at me. That was so good. That's right. Read that, every day, kids.
2: When we do it live, people are always surprised. And some people shout out the original line and we're like, no, no. that's not what we're talking about. La- not quite. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I uh I love the the poem Ozymandias. Mm. Like, I, and we also have a character named Ozymandias. And so I was just like, all right, that's pretty cool. That's like a that was a cut that I was not expecting to see. How did you guys narrow down? Like, the if you're looking at literature and 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 pos- the possibilities are pretty much endless because there's new books coming out all the time. There's oh, new yeah. books being discovered. You know, how do you figure out, like, these are the, how many tracks are on the record? Like 12, 13? Uh, 12,
1: 13, maybe 14?
0: 14. 14.
1: That was a tough process. We wrote down a list, and then we'd kind of whittle it down, and then we would, I think we wrote about maybe 20 records for it. Uh, so we did some that may not ever come out, but may, maybe on a volume two. Who knows? We did, like, the Bell Jar, we did... uh we, we did
2: the Hobbit. We did a Hobbit song. Hobbit. Wow. We did. Yeah.
1: Um, you a whole Catcher Tolkien, in the Rye, like like, like you know. Catcher in the Tolkien Rye. Bin. Yeah. Oof. We did some classics that were, you know. Yeah. Some. I feel like. Uh, what else did we do that I feel like got a little depressing? Oh,
2: you mean oh, you mean like our our version of it was depressing?
1: Yeah. Uh mice and men. Yeah. Oh. Uh, stuff like that. So we got into some <laughs> stuff that was like kind of legit sad, and I was just like, all right, well. <laughs> I don't know if I want to bring people into this space right now. Like, we want to try to keep it, you know, keep the emotions kind of middle. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, we did. We just wrote lists and we would start eliminating, like, what sounds the best as a rap song? Like, what translates well for two guys rapping, you know, in the song? And, like, beginning, middles, and ends, and who plays what character? Just, like, finding out what made the most sense for creating the most, like, fluid song. And that's how we got to the 13 we did for the record. Because there's an intro,
2: yeah. And we spent and the cool thing also was we recorded out in Bushwick. So Mega Rand, before we went on tour. Came and we were staying in Brooklyn for a week, and we recorded in the studio together. And often with collabs like this, you end up emailing wave files of your verses, right? So it was like so cool to give each other notes on our verses, hook ideas, like that was tight.
3: Yeah, yeah. like right then and there, instead of like over email, you guys were there, talk to me. That's yeah. that pretty cool. That's dope. Kind of old school. Approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but, very helpful. Yeah, to do that's right.
1: That. I don't get to do that very often.
3: No, um. So, I, I I know that you guys have, Lars, you have a song called uh, Rap Beth. Um, I know it's Hamlet, but have you checked out, you know, Squirrel Girl writer uh, Ryan North's To Be or Not To Be? It's like a choosable path adventure book about Hamlet. I actually just picked it up myself. Yeah. It's actually really, really cool. Have you ever no, checked it out? No, I need to. It yeah. sounds
0: amazing. It's actually really
3: good. like a choose your own adventure, but it's with Hamlet. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's pretty dope. dope. Yeah. Billy Shakespeare, you know, always like people coming in from comics and rap and all this. I just thought that was really neat. That sounds That's really tough. We can check yeah. that out. And Ryan North—he's just <clears throat> yeah the best. Squirrel Girl is one of the yeah. best comics great, we great put point. out. So good. Uh, so I just—I uh, I was at a show recently. I saw um, Samus for the first time. Yeah, uh, she's so humming. good. Yes, she was phenomenal. Like I yes. was watching her. I hadn't heard her before, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And I was like, getting all the records, checking her out, yeah, all the stuff. She's amazing. Um, but I—I I love the intersection between gaming and and hip hop or gaming and music. I think it's so. It's so important, and how, like, what is, what do you guys see as um, the importance of that for you guys and your careers, especially you, Megaran? Well,
1: it's pretty big for me, but yeah, I think the same, the same way comics gave us um, an outlet creatively to see something, and and. and dream big and read about these phenomenal stories and and um uh, for gaming for me like just to be able to pick up a controller and literally go into another world, you know, and um it kept me out of trouble. It got me it, it made me friends, you know. I was able to chat about comics as a, you know, shy introverted kid. We were talking about comics or we we're talking about games together. And um so it brought me closer to a group of a group of friends. And um I think it's important to to show that kind of geeky or nerdy side as we grow up as adults and and performers and stuff. Because there's a lot of kids out there who are also into these things, but they think that they're like the different kid, you know. And it's like, well, you're not that different. Like, we're all into this stuff. Um, And for the longest time in hip-hop, like, it was kind of taboo to to speak about these things that you loved, you know? It's like, oh, that's nerdy, it's weak, it's weird, you know? Uh, but we would, like, secretly love it on the side, you know? So I feel like we're we're just at a, a point now where there's, there's no need to hide anything that you're into because you'll find someone else that's also into it. What do you think, Lars? Uh,
2: for me, like, video games you know, games like Mario Paint and stuff showed me how to produce beats and kind of inspired me to be creative. And I always have, feel like the most important games reflect these archetypes that kind of transcend the medium. And that's kind of what, what I like about video games is like they're a way for us to be part of history and participate with history. And I feel like all great art kind of does that. And it also, to bring it back to Marvel, my one of my favorite movies in the universe is the first Avenger, Captain America, and how it ties into the history of the country. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just a fun way to feel like we're part of this greater culture and like connecting with the archetypes like video games do that comics do that and that's why it's so timeless and we'll always those things will always be part of the culture so it's cool we can use our platform to celebrate that and our takes on these things so yeah shout out to video games I love my Switch I'm a big fan of the new Smash Brothers (laughs) play it all the time I love it Uh, (laughs) uh, Lars
3: you don't know this but you and I have a Bay Area connection I'm from Hayward California are you serious? yes (laughs) so uh, being from the yay area how did you decide to take your form of hip-hop to where it is? Because, I mean, having what we have in the Bay from whether it be people never want to mention him, but Hammer, all the way to Too Short, all the way to E-40, right. all the way to, you know, Spice One. I mean, Richie Rich, we have, you know, Digital Underground. We have all these forms of hip-hop. And also he mentioned, you know, Hieroglyphics and Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. How did you take your style and mm. say, this is the style of hip-hop I'm going to go with? What made, what made you go into, like, almost like a, like a lit rap? compared to what was else happening in the Bay?
2: That's a great question. And, um, you know, the Bay Area has always been a... The hip-hop culture has been a culture of mavericks and the DIY independent and, like, kind of priding yourself on doing your own thing. You know what I mean? And, like, growing up listening to E-40 and Too Short and even Tupac and, like, all the big influences, I loved how... That style of hip-hop is about being yourself, right? Very much so. And the production was always kind of wacky and high energy. Mm -hmm. And I love how also being from the Bay, all the great thrash and punk bands came out of that. So that energy is very much like Kerouac talks about how everyone came West. All the weirdos came West and they had nowhere to go when they hit (laughs) California. And so that really influenced me, man, and being able to do kind of like indie hip hop and get played on the radio back in the day was a huge inspiration for me. So I was like, well, if I'm going to be able to be myself as an English major at Stanford, I was like, I got to rap about the stuff I'm writing papers about, the stuff I love. So yeah, I think that sonically... And culturally, the Bay Area really influenced me. One of my dreams is to do a track with E-40
3: one day. Listen, man, I mean, I think, I think what's really funny, I won't go off on a tangent, but I mean, we give so much play to, to Pac. We give so much play to Short and Hammer. And of course, you know, those who really want to get, they always give plays to Shock G. But when we think about the foundations of Bay Area hip hop, 40 is the dude. He's the one, He's pillar. the one. That yes. He's the key. Kept it going. He didn't move. Right. <laughs> you yeah. can still see E40 at Ruth Chris in Walnut Creek. I mean, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like he is the pillar. So e I, I E40, if you are listening to this week at Marvel, please contact MC Lars. This is a track that needs to happen.
2: Well, That's love, like, 40. shout out E40. I met him at South by Southwest briefly, and he was so nice. to he had my A's hat on. Yeah, he's like, oh, what's up, player? And right, was, <laughs> straight, straight
3: out with me. Like he is so Bay Area, and yeah. also I, I won't like I said, I'll try to leave it alone. I'm in New York. Being out here, being from the Bay, and listening to everybody steal his his lingo is just bothersome. But I I, I, I never fail to let people know that's forty. That's for us. That's from Cali.
2: Loyal to the soil.
3: Recognized. Speaking of video games, I mean, are there any favorite Marvel games? Like in your past, like what I mean, what's what's what are, you, what are you playing now? What 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 games? When you think of
1: Marvel games, go yeah, that's that's the game. Okay. Silver Surfer on the NES. Too Whoa, hard. How dare you? Oh, wow. Just, just kidding. That game is impossible. <laughs> I
0: was like, no, sir. So that game no. is impossible. No, no, one's, that. no one's, that is no one's favorite
1: game. The, the Marvel guy is like, no. That not, so that's not That's not your favorite no, no, game. That, so that is the devil. The that devil game is so hard. hard. It's not my favorite. But the soundtrack is incredible. Yeah. So I'm into the sounds. So I'll play the title screen and just listen to the music on loop. And then sure. when it's time to play, I'm like, Nah, it's too hard. Um, man, I remember Spider Man and X Men on Super Nintendo. Oh wow, those yeah. are fun. Those are hard too. Uh, Spider Man on Game Boy, uh, but of all time, it's the six player X Men cabinet <sighs> arcade game. That yes. is the greatest to me. Uh, I don't know, like that's the that's the con like the cabinet I want to own. I want to own this. Like I need this in my home at some point in my life. I need a full six player with the two monitors, like a big one. Yeah, that'll be so fun. That's there's what I'm a,
0: looking for. There's a barcade in L.A. called 82. Yeah, They have the six-player the cabinet there. They also oh. have Captain America and the Avengers. Oh, that was fun, too. Uh, and they have a ton of all their great arcade games, but they oh, just man. they come correct. What's your the... favorite one? Favorite Marvel game? Yeah. Oh, man. I think uh, it might be X-Men Origins Wolverine. Oh, uh, okay. Because that game is... Brutal, it's, and it's, it's, it's hard, it, like
1: it, like the rest of them. They seem to all be kind of difficult,
0: but it's it's real good, and like the 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 sense of actually being able, like this is what Wolverine would do to people, like yeah. cutting off limbs. Yeah, yeah, that was it's and, yeah, so gets,
1: much fun. It gets real
3: brutal. intense. The, the first scene if <laughs> you run out in the snow and taking people out. I was like. Okay, yeah. this is going to be good. And of course, Spider Man, Marvel yeah. Spider Man on, as on as PS4 yeah. is incredible. I, my wife and I, we like to play games together because she's a gamer. Nice. And there's not many games where you can play together. So we fa- once we found Marvel Lego, it was over. Yes. We, we played every, all yes. the titles. I love
1: the Lego games. It was really fun. Heck
0: yeah! Um, all right, so we mentioned random. There's a little Spider Man. Other favorite Marvel characters for for the two of you, Lars. Hmm. I've always loved Wolverine Yeah, because I always feel like, you
2: know, I like how he's, his, his whole dramatic arc is about maintaining what makes him great, but also keeping his humanity and being able to maintain his anger. And I feel like as a performer, you put up with a lot of difficulties <laughs> on the road. So sometimes I want to mm-hmm. go like Wolverine on some of these promoters, <laughs> but I don't. <laughs> I'll write a song about it. <laughs>
1: so, yeah. yeah, you just go write a song. You yeah. take that energy into a song. Wolverine's um, my dude. Yeah, uh, Black Panther is one of my favorites. Um Gambit, I've always been a fan of, you know, uh Deadpool, I love as well. Cable. Um yeah, those are my favorites. I love
2: Venom also. Oh yeah, yeah that was, that you, have, you have an
3: X, you have an X Force thing happening. Oh, absolutely. I, mean, I mean, you have you have, the, you have that the. the now, I w- I don't. I would definitely call them not the B Squad, but the other squad. Yeah. It was X Men, and it was the, the, the Deadpool, other squad.
1: Deadpool movie yeah. definitely made me sad. The second one, I was like,
0: yeah, my team. Wait, no. <laughs> yeah, but the fact that we got Shatterstar yes, in, a yes, right, in a movie, right, <laughs>
1: is mind-boggling. All right. I, I, I didn't think it. that would happen in
0: my
3: lifetime. Now, you know, there are all kinds of intersections in um, uh, our industry, especially our nerd industry, which is I now I now probably call it nerd industry between comics and hip hop and and wrestling. Now, you know, Ryan, you you've done some wrestling stuff, too. You know, oh yeah, you
1: got you got a, you got a, that that wonderful album, Matt Mania, which is kind of dope. And wrestling is 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 just a live action comic. Really, yes. it's like seeing the 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 muscular men like in real life in front of you. It's like, oh wow, you know. So live action comic because that's what instantly got me into it. in the eighties. It was bright colors, it was fast action, you know, great music and uh, so yeah like being from Philly Philly is a big wrestling town yep. lots of great, great events happen at the Spectrum down there and Macho Man Randy Savage is my favorite by far uh, just always put on great matches just like the Awesome, like dress style, and he had Miss Elizabeth. You know? Yes, that was, that was yeah, that's my dude. So, the Matt Mania album was something I did like as a, a love letter to wrestling. Again, it was one of those fandoms that you kind of keep tucked in your back pocket, like because you don't know if people are going to laugh at you about it when you talk about it. Uh, but now you know, it's just like, well, you know what, I'm gonna mention Brett the Hitman heart to somebody well and done. see what they say. And yes. they're like, yeah, I like that, I like Stone Cold, and, blah, blah. and then we just start having great conversations. And I was like, well, you know what. I've addressed most of my other fandoms on record, so like, why not wrestling? So, uh, so that's been cool, and it's actually gotten the attention of some like wrestling organizations who have asked me to come and do songs for them and things like that. Last time I was in New York was for uh, WrestleMania weekend. I was there. Oh yeah, we I did a song for uh, for Ring of Honor for their big G One Supercard show. How dare you! Um, yeah, I love Rick about her. I they didn't get they to brought to me to Madison Square Garden, That's like amazing. it was just oh, man. incredible, oh, man. You know, That's like awesome. dream come true stuff. Who's you so, the track sorry. for? Was it just the whole uh, show? It was Just was the it show. A, yeah, a, they okay. wanted like a theme song for the yeah, show, yeah. and then I went out and performed it, and I got uh, cut off and threatened by a. Uh, bully ray he's um, a large scary man yes um, he is yeah yeah so he kind of chased me off so i so i got away he's, I got, he's, he's a terrible person terrible person. <laughs> yes right he's a terrible person a terrible person <laughs> uh
0: so i i loved ecw when yes, I was younger. yes that was uh, really... and i didn't get to go to the ecw arena mm. when i was younger because i was like 15 16 and mm-hmm. it was like all right you know whatever whatever i went to the the madhouse of hardcore in queens yeah. a lot and so for when i was in college my thesis was a photojournalism project on independent wrestling what? and so one of the shows i went to was really small up in like upstate new york but the other one was i think it was czw in philly oh. it was at the ecw arena and so it was a show and they they gave me full access so i'm sitting um between the barrier and the ring and I'm, I'm leaning on the ring with my camera taking photos and all this stuff and the main event sh- starts and the main event it, this is, like, the hardest core wrestling. Yes. They're like, oh, ECW? Yes. No, no, CCW. Yeah, We're going to no, go over they, the top. CCW's,
1: yeah, something's wrong with So it's they just
0: dump thumbtacks out. And this, At this point, the guys are bleeding and everything. Thumbtacks all over the ring. I've got, then, thumbtacks in my, my arms and stuff, because I'm trying to lean and take photos and do all this stuff. They're in my boots and everything. But then the match ends, and the crowd, being a Philly crowd, they go... Ballistic and they start throwing their chairs into the (laughs) ring old-school ECW style. So at that point, I'm like, oh, no And I'm ducking under the ring because chairs are legitimately flying in from the crowd. It is the wildest thing. I have my uh, my photo project is probably still at SUNY Purchase in in Westchester. Uh, and I don't know if I got any shots of the chairs because I was you trying, were trying to, to dodge save yourself,
3: save your life. Yeah. How
0: was your? Would your camera okay? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, uh, both of you so both
2: prolific,
0: do, well. do so much cool stuff. Do you have any advice to aspiring rappers and people who want to you know get their work out there?
1: Oh, well, it's super cliche, but it's it saved my life. Is don't quit, you know. You um, you got to just keep pushing through the adversity, through the naysayers, through the people who are like, oh, no one wants to hear that, or it's just it's too hard, or it's a one in a million shot. Like you just don't, you know. And, and I think being realistic and understanding that you can you can be very comfortable in a music career without being on MTV or BT or whatever the thing is that what is the thing now YouTube. You, I don't know,
0: you,
2: like, YouTube what, is there music? anything you, on? That's on the, the, the like, only place yeah. playing yeah. a lot of music anymore. The caviar so. Spotify playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, like, you don't have to be there to to make a decent living, you know? You get a few hundred or a few thousand people who just care about you and what you do, and you speak to them, You and you tune out the noise, the people who are, you know, not into it or not liking it, and you just create and keep going. Just don't quit. That's all.
2: I think also... With all the, like, social media, there's this proclivity to not know how to perform live. So you got to get your chops up. Do open mics, book shows, stay for the whole show, watch all the other people, build community, and keep friends and people who believe in you. And I want to shout out our publicist, Stun Company, because I've been working with Sue since, like, 2003 on and off. And so finding a team of people who believe in you who are awesome. You know, those things are important. Like, being a good person actually... Can can do good things for you. That's crazy. Wow, it
1: can do more things than being like a great rapper. Honestly, because I know a lot of great rappers who aren't good people, and they don't get a lot of opportunities.
2: Or mediocre rappers who are really nice, nah. like us, <laughs> like us. Yeah,
3: you guys. Are, trust me. No, I've, heard nah, some, nah. I've heard. some I've heard some. When you listen to hip hop nah. as long as I have, you listen yeah. You you heard some mm. mediocre rappers. We won't talk about yeah. them. Yeah. Cause some of them on the radio, oh. uh, but you guys are not mediocre rappers.
1: Y'all are dope MCs. Thanks. I would also say rappers don't rap over your vocals live. Like we don't oh we don't pay my. for karaoke shows. So <laughs> you know, be yourself. Perform like let it let it flow and. You know, if it's a little different than the record, I think that that's it's good. when the, It's when the you know, vocals of the, the record
3: sound one way, and then they start yelling. So there are yeah. two different voices, and you're like, <laughs> "Okay, I don't. You don't sound anything like you sound." <laughs> and now the record's on. Now I really know you don't sound anything like you. Sound. It's great. Oh, oh, hey, it, pretty crazy. Well, so, though, yeah.
0: And so I, I had an idea, I thought, uh, I'm not participating in this because nobody wants that, but we we'll have a nice exhibition, a freestyle little throwdown between sure. the three of you. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. And of course, when you do a freestyle, you need you need something to rap about, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. Which, which so
0: would I, mean? I thought we might grab the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, of course put this on the table give a little inspiration Ooh. for everybody
3: okay. cool Smooth. feeling good about this best time yeah, yeah. okay alright uh, guests go first so I'll, I'll start the beat if you don't mind Oh will snap okay alright All right. All right you wanna go do first this.
1: yeah
2: and you tell me when you pass to me just do this with okay tag team. then All you right. pass it to you
1: gotcha alright cool yeah alright let's do it Yo. Yeah. yeah yeah, Mega Ran and MC Loss Came in here to drop a couple freestyle bars. Yeah. Came up here, we got it hard, yo. With the hard flow. They can't borrow It's Raheem in the last name's jar, Since I was a kid, I made mine marvel, yeah. And you know you love the rap. I come through like Thanos and kill it in a snap. When I rap that you know that's cool. Mega Red in the place. We act the fool a couple times with the rhymes, and that was cool. But then I go to Thanos and tell him to run the jewel.
2: Yo, oh my gosh, my rhymes are the bomb. I'll leave you in the graveyard like Silver Surfer's mom. Oh, you know, because I do what I be. Because I collect all these cards like Marvel Series 3. Oh my gosh, man. These promoters, they got to pay us. Or like Wolverine with these claws. I'll spray this. Uh, because you know that we want it. So strong like the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, Ed Marvel doing freestyle talking about the album. But that's okay because, you know, we came to plow them. Talking about the comics. Oh my gosh, I'm stronger. The Hulk, man, he's going and longer. I'ma pass the mic over to my man. He can do it. James on the beat
3: because you know he never loses it. Yo, I'm sitting here in Marvel studio. Not really the studio, but yo, you gotta hear me, yo. I'm with the Mega Ran. Yo, he's always the man. MC Lord's coming through with the Marvel bars. And of course, I can't forget yo, him, my him. My co-host, of course, Agent M. Now, he won't try to rap and he won't try to rhyme, but I'm telling you, I will get him one time. But all I gotta do is take the Infinity Stone and then I pull it back and then he won't Feel alone, I put it on my gauntlet and then we're gonna go and finally i will have him wrap <laughs> up on his own show. Now when I think about it, everything I think is wild and every time I think I know we about to have a good time, child. Yo, if she laws, yeah, area in the house as the brothers on the mics turn it out. Mega rare, I get up there getting it with the wrestling championships with the belt and everything is always happening. People are always rapping the yeah, and yeah, we be rapping it People getting down because you know something's happening. Gonna take the beat back and pass it up the laws, yo, kick it with the beat. Area bars.
2: Yeah, from the Bay Area, you know I'm scaring you. Destroy the Golden Gate Bridge, I'm spraying you. Oh. Yeah, because you know you want some more. It's so heavy, like the hammer carried by Thor. Yeah, because my rhymes are so quick, like Infinity Gauntlet. I came to spit this. Oh my gosh, man, you know that I rhyme well, like the origin of Captain Marvel. Or, I mean, Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yo, that's a hard sell. Yo, I get the cream sort of like it's Carvel. Yeah, I came with a place to rap and hopefully at the end all the hands will clap yeah when I rap it I'm in my zone yeah I got soul cause I got it from the stone yo I'm in the zone when I rap it really good hopefully at the end it will be understood yeah you'll rhyme with clarity and they all like it yo I read your mind sort of like a psychic yeah I'm like the blastmaster, KRS-1 then steal your style like the taskmaster. yeah doing my thing you know we rip it yo hopefully you will grab a couple tickets to our next show and before we go I will thank Marvel for having us on the show. Whoa!
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, that was That was sorry.
1: Oh,
3: There's well done! Well, down done, down well done! Well done! Well done! Well done!
0: That was phenomenal. That thank was so y'all. much fun, y'all. Uh, really appreciate it. Uh, where can fans find uh, the album? Find you guys online? All that good stuff. Please promo. Spotify is a great place to stream the record.
2: It's on both our band camps. I'm um, MC Lars on Twitter, and uh, yeah. Ryan, where are you?
1: Yo, I'm at MegaRan on Twitter. It looks like Meg Ryan a little bit when you <laughs> when it's close together. So just, you know, it's not. Um, and I've definitely heard that joke before. Uh, so, yeah, you can go to MegaRanMusic.com. Or you can get all our stuff on anywhere you stream music. What's it? Tidal, Apple, wherever you get your music, the Dewey Decibel system is there for you.
2: And we're both on Patreon. If you sign up on the MC Lars Patreon and message me Marvel, I'll send you a free merch item and pay what? for the shipping. Nice. So, just if you write Marvel in the message, I'll know you heard about it here, so I wanted to shout that out. Patreon.com oh, slash MC Lars. Yeah. That's dope.
1: Yeah, I have a Patreon as well. It's at MegaRan. I'm not giving you anything free, though. <laughs> just spitting facts. That
2: postage, man. It's rough. <laughs> free MegaRan merch through MC Lars' Patreon. No, I'll give you free Lars merch. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: thank you, boys. Thanks, guys. Thanks.
0: All right, once again, that was MC, Lars, and MegaRan, and they have a new record out called Dewey Decibel System. Check that out. And, of course, check out our friend, our co-host, James Monroe Iglehart, who is, well, he sent an email saying he's taking less jobs. We'll see. He is the busiest man in every single business. Hopefully we'll have him back on the show really, really soon. But now it is time for some community. First up is an email we got from Jim Radloff. He says, hello, all. I wanted to weigh in on what I consider the most memorable heel turn in Marvel comics. This is overlapping with one of Ryan's comments, oddly enough. We both looked at Avengers versus X-Men, but I mostly look at the antagonist of the first half, Captain America. With no real reason, Cap leads the Avengers as one of the most effective heel stables I have ever read. Uh, for everybody who doesn't know their wrestling parlance, stable is a group of good guys or bad guys that band together for a greater purpose they are like a superhero team remember comics and wrestling it's so similar all the time but a stable um think of the four horsemen or the nwo everybody knows nwo or degeneration x all those those stables um anyway continue on with jim's email he says i don't remember captain america ever being a real villain before the crossover but he took to the role well The type of hypocrite who would work tirelessly, even risk his life for his own freedom, then deny that freedom to his friends and allies, it's all too real in our world. And the arrogance of demanding that people with more knowledge and experience take a backseat to somebody who just wants to be in charge is something that I'm sure everybody has seen in life. But the worst part may be the fallout. Cap claims that he is going to calm the anti-mutant hysteria that he stoked, and he does such a poor job that Cyclops is immediately able to recruit a team of new X-Men based on the shared experience of, quote, police and or crowds who would have murdered me if Cyclops wasn't here, end quote. But don't forget, folks, Cyclops is the villain. All right. I, that is a wonderful argument. I'd have to reread AVX from that perspective because, yeah, we really did look at Cyclops as a obviously a hero in his mind, but a villain to a lot of others, which is a really interesting way to look at it. And now taking that cap idea. I like it. I dig it, Jim. We've got another one about heel turns. This one comes in from Vincent King from hail and well met via Facebook. Uh, Vincent says, so my heel turn is a rather recent, but big one. Captain America, his run of quote, hailing Hydra. That is from Captain America, Steve Rogers. That's two votes. For Captain America as the best heel turn. That is juicy. All right, we've got some tweets in here. The first one from Simon Williams, who says, Now, I'm wondering which character has had the most face or heel turns. I'm thinking it's Magneto. Yeah, Simon, as I was reading your tweet, Magneto for sure popped into mind. I think Venom would be up there because Venom has, you know, been good, been bad, been in between. Um, Hmm. Yeah, Magneto is hard to top. He's been all over the place. He's everywhere. I'm going to go with Magneto. Uh, Until I hear anything different, we're going to take good old Mags. Tweet here from Lex Pendragon saying, My, this week in Marvel of last week is House of X number five because I find the world building fascinating and because I was glad to see gold balls back. Yes, finally, the era of gold balls has returned. we were in a golden age of gold balls years ago, and we thought, no more gold balls. What will happen to us? Here we are in the year of our gold balls, 2019, and everything is turning up gold. I'm glad you like that, Lex. All right. We've got a tweet in here from Megan McCabe saying, I'm slowly catching up on This Week in Marvel. I'm current for this year, but on number 41 otherwise, and Agent M just recommended a reading vacation to someone, and that's 100% what I need to do. Hashtag so behind. Oh, man. Uh, all right. There's a couple of things I want to talk about right here. Reading vacation. Great idea. I'm glad I came up with it. I also like the term gamecation, which uh, I strongly vouch for. I try to have them for myself where I do nothing but play video games and try not to leave the house or talk to other human beings uh, and take some time off. It's very helpful for me to clear my head. But A Reading Vacation is also so good. Get that big stack and just shut out everything else. Dive into some great stories. Megan, I hope you get to enjoy it. Uh, And the other part that I wanted to touch on in that tweet was you are listening from the beginning. I don't. I love That you do this, and we've had so many listeners reach out and say that over the years. It's madness to me. Uh, If you find some value in them, that's great. I think that's part of what I have been thinking about for the last two years or so, and stuff that I know so many of our listeners are going back and and diving into older episodes. Um, There's always got to be something in my head that people can check out, even if it's not current. Yeah, you're coming for what's happening this week. In Marvel, but we do so many other things, the deep dives and the talks and the interviews and uh, some of those big talks. So I am glad we are giving you some entertainment. I am glad you are caught up on the current stuff. And boy, oh boy, you only have something like 700 more episodes to go because we put out a lot of episodes in those bunch of uh, those first seven years. Gosh. Uh, thanks, everybody, for chiming in. Keep the community coming. And reminder, next two episodes are going to be live shows. Hopefully, I will see you in San Francisco or see you in New York. Please say hi. Get some stickers or some comics or something from me. We'll be loaded for bear with all kinds of free goodies, and it's going to be great. See you soon, and we'll be back with more episodes in a bit. I'm Ryan, and this is Marvin. You're you